like the very first one I remember, which there was probably some before, but the first one I remember being a big deal was Oblivion um, came out with horse armor and you could buy oh, yeah. horse armor as a, as a skin or whatever. And people were livid because you yeah. can mod Oblivion. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Pick Up Your Sticks, where we talk about why gaming matters with your hosts, Walker Neer and Brett Lindley. I'm Walker, and this week we chat about Super Auto Pets, the new Risk of Rain 2 expansion, and the latest Rocket League season. If you'd like to support Pick Up Your Sticks, you can always buy us a cup of coffee at our Ko-Fi page, which is ko-fi slash pod. As always, I'm joined by my esteemed co-host, Brett Lindley. Brett, how are you doing this week, man? Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Yourself? Oh, pretty top-notch. Yeah. What's, yeah. Uh, what's got you picking up your sticks? Um, a few different things. Um, so I, uh, I had gotten into, there was a, it, it was kind of a flash in the pan moment that I caught kind of when it happened. Mm. Um, and we just haven't really had too much time to talk about it since then. Um, but I, I got into super auto pets, <laughs> which sounds not okay and not fun and not cool at all and is way more strategically deep than it has any right being. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like it's going to be something that's super weird, like donut County. But no, I'm guessing yeah. it's not that a, a lot closer to <laughs> the, like, it kind of more along the look and feel kind of lines of like a balloons tower defense six with mm. like the same level of like or a balloons tower defense maybe not six but like balloons same level of polish but just pets <laughs> and not a tower defense game it's an it's an auto battler so like um Oh, now I'm now I can't remember what they're called, but like the Dota one, the League of Legends, the auto chess type game. Kind of. It's more like you the only influence that you have is outside of the battle. And okay. so yeah. so like it's basically the game plays a normal round. We'll skip the first round and just kind of your average gameplay. 90% of the gameplay is you have five slots on your on your team and it, each one can have an animal or a critter in it. Critters can be up to level three, and there's no like you. The only things that you choose is what critters go there and what order they are in, and then you say confirm, and it matches you up against somebody who has played the same number of turns as you. You either win or lose. And then you go on to the next round. You can you only ever have ten on average. You have get like ten coins to spend per turn. If you keep any of them, unless there's a special ability that says otherwise, you lose them. Mm. And you lose like one heart on the first round. You can lose one heart, and then like rounds two through something, you lose two hearts, and then rounds three through whatever, you lose three hearts if you lose. Out of how many hearts total? Ten. Yeah. Okay. So there's ten total. Got you. So basically like three to four losses and you lose. Um, and then ten wins. If you get ten wins, then that team is retired as a winning team. Ah. Um, so you can't win more than ten times. Now you can go more than ten rounds because you can draw pretty easily. 
Um, so you can go up against like you can be at round 14 against somebody that's 14. And that's when it starts kind of splitting what round you're on is like after 10 or 11 rounds, you can face kind of it tries to keep you as close as you can. But if somebody's drawn more times, then they're probably just eventually going to win. <laughs> right, right. Because those extra few rounds putting gold in can can make a difference. Yeah, it reminds me of I had to Google just to see what the names were. Um, and yeah, I, so I Googled just auto chess games. And yeah, Dota Underlords was the one that I played the right. most. Team Fight Tactics is the Riot one. And yeah, it lists Super Auto Pets in that same list of auto chess games. Nice, nice. I didn't play like dozens of hours, but I played, I don't know, I probably played... 20 hours of dota underlords i mean over a period of you know several weeks right and probably a year or more ago i haven't touched it in a long time now i don't even know how popular it still is it's definitely an interesting genre of game um i don't know so and they all have their nuances like in in dota underlords you can bank money between rounds so you're not you don't have to spend it all each round kind of thing but otherwise, it's it's very similar where you're buying, you know, Dota heroes, of course, not animals. Um, and then they, you if you buy, like, multiple copies of the same hero, then you can combine them to level them up to the next tier. Yep. But there, then there are only so many copies of each hero in the available draw pool. Now, I don't uh, know that it tells you that number, but, like... Right. You can look and see what anyone else in your match has. Yeah. So if you see that someone else has, you know, eight of Hero X, even if you draw a Hero X card, yeah, you probably won't level it. Yeah. So there's not, you don't have a visible pool. You get your own pick. Now there is a mode where you can fight the same people over and over. There's like a a versus mode where you can fight either one person or a small group of people. Um, but the standard mode is you get your own picks. And so you you start with, on average, most turns, you start with 10 coins per turn. Again, unless you use special abilities. Um, it costs one coin to re-roll. You get like four or five critters available to pick from. Mm-hmm. It costs one coin to re-roll those critters. Or to roll new ones, even if you if you buy all of them and you want right. more, you have to spend a coin. And then there's two slots that are available for food items. And those Mm. are buffs in some way. Sometimes Mm. passive, sometimes permanent. And they cost two coins each. And then, yeah, if you if you want to combine two of your your critters together, then it level it can level them up. And like level one takes or to go from one to two takes two of the same critter. And then two to three takes three of three more. Mm -hmm. Um and then every turn or every odd turn starting at like, so one, then three, then five, you go up uh, next rank of critters are unlocked mm. and there's six ranks of critters. Yeah. Um. So it actually gets harder and harder to level a critter up as time goes, just because the pool of critters available mm. is more and more. So you have to roll more to, to get what you want or just get really lucky. Right. Um, and the the total pool of critters is is even on so there's there is a paid version or a DLC quote unquote it's like five bucks mm-hmm. the standard game is free um it is also available on mobile but I'm not I don't actually want to call it a mobile game it started as a web game mm-hmm. uh, it's free on Steam 
I feel like it plays best from Steam. Um, I mean, the mobile version plays fine, but it's just, I don't know, the dragging and dropping of the critters, I don't love. I, I just don't like using my fingers for for game like playing games on like a touch screen like i just don't like touch screens um (laughs) i was i was trying to work that through as like i use my fingers on a keyboard or a controller so oh right 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 (laughs) and that's well and really it's like if you're gonna play on a a phone or a tablet i mean i don't know that i guess that's not i was gonna say to some extent if it doesn't utilize the touch screen then why are you playing on that platform because that's kind of the unique point of it but right the reason would be because you're not home or you're not right, it's your, a, mo- a right. mobile thing. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I like, I like using, I like the precision of a mouse in my auto battler that has like one button. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I, I, I feel like, again, I wasn't hooked for a long time on, on any of them. I tried team fight tactics very briefly and it was very similar to underlords. It was different in some ways, but I just didn't really care. I feel like they probably would make the most sense to me as a mobile game because it's it's not that involved and there's like right. a little bit of strategy but it doesn't it's not you know it's not Starcraft or something you know right I mean? there's a there's a fair bit of strategy but there's zero like as far as the, the skill is the strategy right there's no there's no mechanical yeah once you're battling you're good right the only mechanic the reason that I like the precision is that you can slip up when you want like. I don't want to combine them. I want two of this critter and right. I'm trying to reorder them and you accidentally combine them. And that's the only time that it's like, <laughs> right, right. Um, so you, you, you did do a lot of PVP with it or no? Oh yeah. I mean, that's okay. all that's, that's all there. That's all there is. Oh, okay. There okay. is no PVE. Um, yeah, yeah. and I mean, I guess maybe your first couple of rounds might be against computers. Like right. it, it would be hard to tell if it wasn't a bot. Um, but, but it, it, there, the, the amount of strategy is ridiculous that goes like the, the combinations that are available, the, like you start finding, cause a lot of the critters combo off of other critters and some of them do things that don't sound like they're good. Mm. Like every time it gets hit, it deals one damage to whatever's behind it. And like, it honestly reminds me a lot of like hearthstone, mm. like abilities, um, right in the sense that like at first you're like oh well that's just because it's it's got more health and it's cheaper or it's earlier like it's a level three critter or a tier three critter instead of tier five but it hurts stuff behind it you know so is it like a like a um like a 2d view like from the yeah, side it's like a 2d from the side and they're like okay like five in a row and the the combat basically is they're just they're just a line against a line Whatever's right. in the front kill fights whatever's in the front of your opponent, and they run into each other until there's no more health, and then the line scoots forward. Right. Um. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, yeah. That it, so in in the in the auto chess games that I'd played, like the Dota one and the League one, it's a little different because it's like an isometric view, right? And you place your characters on the field, if you will, and then they actually move around. Um, and like run into each other. Right. Yeah. And And that's where this is like, not like that at all. Yeah. There's no, there's no, uh, yeah, there's no isometric view. There's no grid. It's, it's a, it's a one by five grid (laughs) (laughs) or a five by one grid. Yeah. Hmm. So you still playing it now at all or, um, I've popped in here and there. So I did eventually get it on mobile and I can use my same account on mobile that I have on Hmm. steam. So yay cloud saving. Um, 
and I still pop in on mobile occasionally. It's fun to, I, I think the other thing that I don't like on mobile is that while you can say you don't have to play a run all the way through because mm. you're just on whatever round you're on, right? Mm-hmm. So you're, if you're on round seven, whenever you play again, it'll match you up against somebody that's on round seven. Um, but I like to, because if you're going for a certain build, I'm going to forget it if I stop playing for a day, right? And I come right. back tomorrow. I don't know what I was trying to accomplish. <laughs> right. And not that it matters much, because you can play... You play 10 to 15 rounds, which is your average build, probably in 10 to 15 minutes, you know? Mm, right. It's not a... Sl- it's, as long as you know what you're doing, like, once you've played it enough times to have an idea of some of the builds, like, yeah, you know what you're picking and what you're not. Hmm. Um, and that's all the, the time you're spending is picking stuff, because then the battle happens very quickly. Well, and so that's kind of interesting, too, because you're not in, like, a group of players. Because, like you said earlier, if you're on turn five then whenever you decide to play turn six, it just finds someone else who's wanting to start turn six and matches mm-hmm. you with them. Yep. So that's kind of an interesting, like asynchronous approach. Whereas yeah, in the ones you I can't played, strategize against it pulls you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it eliminates the draw pile kind of thing too. Cause yeah, it's just, you have, everybody has their own infinite random draw pile. Right. Huh? Yeah. It sounds, it's, it's a, it's, it's crazy how these little genres pop up and then there's just mm-hmm. like, and now there's a hundred versions of it. Like, Oh yeah. my, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it did, it did it flashed. It got a, a fair amount of attention from a number yeah. of like streamers and YouTubers. And I was watching, there were, there were named like combos that were starting to come out from yeah. certain streamers that like figure out some insane combination. Like I think about the time that I was quitting was when, uh, it, it could still be popular, but Hedgehog Bombs were were a popular build <laughs> in which it could force draws. Like it could it kills everything for both players all of the time. <laughs> mm. But then like the summon build meta was starting to counter the hedgehog bomb was about when I was leaving. Wow. So <laughs> But hedgehog it was bomb. It, yeah it's a i don't know it has a lot of it had a lot of depth because that that critter that that hurts deals one damage behind all the time well you can put a pet behind it that like every time it takes damage deals five damage to a random enemy right well okay then you want to beef up that front unit as much as possible so that it gets hit five or six times instead of dying in one hit you know right and you start building up these various combinations and the luck of the draw there's a, there's a lot of luck to it as well because if you don't have to re-roll much then you can spend more money beefing up your team right and, but if you have to re-roll all the time then you're going into round four with a level one team and you're not mm. it's not gonna go well so right well anything else on super auto pets now it's it was it's a great fun so it's it's free it's free go play free game like get it on <laughs> steam it's very fun I've sunk easily like more than I would like to count like 20, 30 hours yeah. into like, just cause it's so easy to pick up and play. The rules are very simple. The combos are very early. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing because you can jump back into it. So, so easily. Right. And so it's not very punishing to lose. It's like, Oh, I just don't understand what's going on. But I, now that I watch them, I do mm-hmm. the DLC you have in the options 
like so and people giggle that it's quote unquote pay to win right it's <laughs> just a different group of animals um and in your options menu you can choose whether to play only the pack you're playing or play against all packs mm. and so if you buy the dlc pack which is like five bucks you can choose to only play against people that have the dlc pack so they're mm. like, quote unquote fair because honestly, most people, at least when I was playing, said that the the standard pack, the free pack, was more powerful. <laughs> oh, nice. So people that bought the DLC, honestly, were at a disadvantage. That's funny. Um, or you could play against everyone. So yeah, so like, and you can do that as the standard pack, too. You can choose to play against people that have the DLC, even if you don't have it. But the the joke about it being pay to win is that you don't have to play against it. Like, right. there is no, there is no pay to win mechanic because you can't choose you can't force people that are not paying to to play against you so you can wave around your dlc flag you know right right so which i think is a really cool yeah like, i think that's a really uh, i appreciate that as like at least i can only be playing against people that i know now they could still have a thousand hours um, right and still stop me but whatever <laughs> yeah yeah for sure but yeah, it's super fun. Go pick it up. Play it. If you play it for five minutes and you get five minutes of joy out of it. Awesome. Like, don't let the visuals uh, like keep you from realizing that the, there is actually a really deep strategy game here because there is. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Walker, do you know our podcast is almost big enough to start selling ads? Yeah, I had noticed that. So what do you think? Should we go mattress company, VPN, some mobile game? Uh, I was kind of thinking maybe coffee. Yeah, I mean, there's some there's some good free trade local. No, no, no. Like Ko-Fi, like donations. Oh, oh, right. So so we we do ads for Ko-Fi and for coffee. I mean, I guess that could work. But I was thinking that people could support the show with really small donations about the cost of a cup of coffee. And then we could skip time talking about mattress companies or mobile games and just keep all of that content out of the show, uh, they can just head over to our Ko-Fi page over at ko-fi.com slash P-U-I-S-Pod and contribute to us there. Oh, I get it. So you're saying even if our listeners donated a single dollar over at ko-fi.com slash P-U-I-S-Pod, it would go a long way towards funding the podcast. And in the future, we could even offer cool things like merch or rewards and stuff like that. Yeah, no, that's definitely one way that we can pay our bills, keep our mics hot and keep the show going. And if they can't donate, that's okay too let's just let him get back to enjoying the show so not the similar game at all but i was going to talk actually about the um the new risk of rain 2 dlc that recently just dropped Ooh. um uh, survivors of the void it's called so i uh as i've mentioned a few different times throughout the last i don't know year and a half or so uh absolutely love risk of rain 2 um very very impressed with it have played i don't know well over 100 hours of it um, just really think it's a great game. And so when they announced they were going to do a DLC, I was in instantly. Um, yeah, like it I doesn't think... matter what's what's coming out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if it was like an art book, then I wouldn't have got that, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but yeah, any content they were going to add to the game, it's like, yeah, I'll pay you. Because I think the developer has made something pretty cool and pretty unique. And I appreciate at least what I understand to be their sensibilities. It's not like I'm a huge hopu games right, <laughs> person right. or something but they seem cool and then they started doing monthly dev blog posts um kind of talking about the dlc as they were developing it and yeah i like the direction of it so i bought it day one it came out i think in the very beginning of march maybe march 1st of 2022 um i 
I like it quite a bit. So one thing they did, which is kind of similar to what you were just talking about with auto pets, a little different, but basically as long as one person in a party has the DLC, everyone can play the DLC content. Oh, that's good. So it affects the world more than the player. I mean, so it does introduce two new playable characters. Those are not available if you don't own the DLC. Right, so you have to pick your character before you sync up with somebody. Right, but so it introduces two new characters. It also introduces um, new levels, some new enemies, and all of those would be available to anyone as long as at least one person has it. Right. Um, but anyway, yeah, so new levels, new enemies, which is, which is great. Um, and then also it introduces corrupted items so i'll just give a an easy example like there is uh these bustling fungus is the name of the item it's these little green mushrooms you can pick up and the way the item works is if you stand still for at least two seconds i think it is then it spawns a little heal circle around you and just spams healing so you could have other party members could come stand in that circle yeah it's super op on the engineer that drops stationary turrets because the turrets get your upgrades yep (laughs) <laughs> and so, so yeah, they're always they just drop in healing circles everywhere exactly so you, and you can stack them so they're both sharing each other's plus their own and nice. then you can stand between them so you've got three healing circles yep. anyway i go on too much um <laughs> so it's great for like the engineer but it's actually not very good for characters that never stand still yeah running gunners dodge classes whatever right um but anyway, so the so not every item has a corrupted version, um, but the, the the mushrooms do. For example, I don't remember what the name of the corrupted version is, but corrupted mushroom. It, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it might be that. But anyway, the corrupted version of the bustling fungus. If you pick that up, it 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 works where it automatically heals you if you're sprinting. Oh, that's cool. So it's like the opposite, almost right. And if you pick up a corrupted item, it automatically corrupts any of the non-corrupted versions oh, so if you of the item a stack that you have. Of them. Right. And then if you find, in this example, if you were to find a new bustling fungus and pick it up, it would auto-convert it into the crust. So you can't have corrupted and non-corrupted in the same yeah. build. Right. Um, but anyway, so that and that's just one example. But there's a lot of new items like that um, that I think have been pretty interesting. There's different chest types and stuff now that are available as well. Um, They're corrupted chests. Yeah, like chests that that where you spend half of your health and then it lets you choose between three items. Um, And that's pretty cool. And we'll spit if it's a corrupted chest, it'll actually spit out these little corrupted mites that like run around. You can kill them instantly if you if you are paying attention. If you're not, they will go and get in and like infect other enemies and make those enemies corrupted versions of the enemies which are harder oh wow and then if you kill that enemy then the might like comes out of it and looks for a new host kind of huh? thing so you have to kill wow. it you know um but yeah i don't know it's been a lot of fun so far um i don't mean to just rant for no, five minutes I mean, straight so <laughs> for, i mean you're answering most of the questions that i would ask about it like right like i mean it's so how much how much was the dlc uh 15 I believe okay. maybe maybe 10 something like that um do you feel yeah. like it's adding like a 15 dollar like is is has oh. it rejuvenated gameplay for oh, you yeah in that? it's yeah it's well worth it's well worth it i mean the two new playable characters are super cool one of them is a a sniper character which so it's it's normal firing um is 
like kind of an auto targeting like automatic weapon right but then if you if you press right click it actually goes into an fps style scope view nice and in normally in risk of rain there are no headshots you just right you i was gonna ask if there's weak spots yeah so when you zoom in through the scope it adds a red circle somewhere on every enemy which is its huh. critical spot so then cool. you can get crits and the, i think the shot does like a thousand percent damage or something Ooh. anyway and then you crit it's it's crazy um but so that was that was really fun because there was nothing like that really right. before i mean there was a there is a character that gets a rail gun and it you can snipe with it kind of but it doesn't have that right click and go into yeah, an fps view yeah. right um so yeah that character's super fun and then the second character that they added works in a really weird way. Like it has its set of four abilities or whatever that it normally would get. And then the entire time it's building up a corruption meter, which is visible on your screen. Anytime you take damage, the corruption meter fills up more. Now it's automatically ticking up constantly. Right. If you heal, it reduces the corruption meter. Once the corruption meter fills up, you go turn into like corrupted mode, and then all of your abilities do work slightly differently. And like your primary attack, for example, um, goes to a 2000% beam that you just blast at stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you, you just well, kind of blah, right? So you go into corrupted mode, you kind of become a lot more powerful. But then the meter starts ticking down to zero, and if you heal, that it increases the rate at which it's decreasing, if you will. Um, and then once that's over, then you pop back out into normal mode. So it's kind of this balance of like switching between the two modes, and I don't know why you wouldn't want to be in corrupted mode ever necessarily. Right. But I, I haven't played it that much, so I don't know yet what the <laughs> what all the reasons are that the game can hose you. Um, <laughs> that's the name of Risk of Rain: is right. how do I hose you? Um, and then they also added a horde mode or a firefight mode or a, and it's not, I actually, I don't know if it's endless or not, but like a, a wave spammy, spammy waves. Yeah. Well, so normally in risk of rain, you drop into a zone and you're looking for a teleporter. So you're running around the level and collecting, killing item or killing enemies to collect money to then spend on chests that are just strewn around the level. Um, and then you find the teleporter, it summons a boss, you beat the boss, you go to the next level, and that's the whole loop of the game. In the horde mode, it spawns you in and you're in this like bubble, and if you go outside the bubble, you take pretty significant damage. You'll, you, you, you don't die instantly, but within a few seconds. Right. So you can't be outside for very long. Um, but anyway, yeah, it spawns, it spawns you inside of a bubble and then spawns however many enemies, you fight them and kill them they die it's it drops loot for everyone and then the next round starts within like 10 seconds <laughs> uh and then we got to round 65 the other day <laughs> which <laughs> was far and away the farthest we've ever gotten um but yeah it it it's pretty fun and it's a lot more i guess i would say a lot like the pacing is a lot quicker than the normal game and the amount of loot that you get is just nuts cuz you're getting a bunch of loot you know, every couple of minutes, everyone gets right. Of Whereas in the normal run, I might come across three chests and you haven't come across one yet. And we could coordinate certainly, but there's a possibility yeah. that I've picked up three pieces and you haven't picked up any yet. You know what I mean? Right. And in the horde mode, it kind of mitigates that a bit. So that's cool. Um, yeah. Anyone that has had 
that has ever played Risk of Rain 2 and likes it at all, I can't recommend that DLC enough. Uh, it's it's super cool, and I, yeah, I I I really really like <laughs> what that developer has done. Like it's almost it's almost it, it's such a different game from Factorio that that seems like such a weird thing to now bring up. <laughs> But I bring it up just because in both cases, the developers just seem like they have a clear vision of what they're trying to accomplish and they just deliver on that exactly how you would expect that they do. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're like, we're going to do this and then they do it. Yeah. And they don't try and go, you know, like it didn't try and add a bunch of like story quests or something, you know, like they don't try and go outside of the boundaries that they've kind of established for their game, which I think they still found ways to make it new. They like did the different characters, right? Well, and, and I think the other reason I compare it to Factorio is because, you know, Factorio after it released, they were like, okay, so what's next? Well, in their case, they're like, we could do Factorio two, but we just spent 10 years making Factorio one and right. getting it to where it is. So that doesn't make sense. And we don't want to do a bunch of little DLCs that split the community up and now everyone doesn't have everything. Right. So we're just going to do what is basically like an old school expansion pack. Yeah. Now that's not out yet or anything. No, that'll be, I'm looking forward to that too. Like there's, they've shared some concept art and stuff. Like it looks pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. And that's what this feels like. It feels like, again, what an old school expansion pack. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Diablo was, you know, adds another character class and yeah some new mechanics and another couple levels and some new items yep yeah that's That's awesome i I love that because yeah dlc for a long time kind of meant like a gun (laughs) yeah well it was it's interesting because it was the you know expansion packs have been around well before digital storefronts were around yeah Um, i remember buying physical expansion packs yeah yeah I mean, I bought when I, when I bought Diablo 2, I actually bought the version of it. I bought Diablo 2 with the expansion pack, yes. right? So it had anyway. But so when DLC came out, it was like in the, the, DLC now broadly means anything that's additional content. Right. But yeah, when it first started, it was more in the realm of like microtransaction. Mm-hmm. Like the very first one I remember, which there was probably some before, but the first one I remember being a big deal was Oblivion. Um, came out with horse armor and you could buy oh, yeah. horse armor as a as a skin or whatever and people were livid because you yeah. can mod oblivion yes <laughs> yes i remember horse well and then they tried to joke about it by offering it in fall what was fallout 3 maybe when they Probably. tried to do their yeah i don't know that's a whole separate discussion that i don't really want to get into about like the terrible bethesda mod community versus paid dlc (laughs) sure uh, that's fair but but either way the the whole point is just that in this case with with what risk of rain did yeah it's just it's one contained package and it just enhances what is already there if you don't have it you the game is still perfectly playable and fine and if well and it doesn't no, go ahead. Finish. Yeah, well, it, it doesn't shoehorn you into buying it because if you have friends that have it, you could still see most of the content other than playing the new characters. Right. So I and I think the other thing, too, is that like uh, for me, especially a lot lately, like which is, is a topic that we can get into. But I, as much as I. I don't like battle passes like that's that's what I'm just going to get. Like, I'm, I'm glad it's not a battle pass. Like, thank you for being a DLC or an expansion, because I don't. There are some games that I would love to get all of the content that is available. I mean, like 
like Rocket League puts a lot of content out in their battle passes, like their big battle passes. I can't play Rocket League a month straight every three months. I just can't. I don't have that kind of time anymore. Uh, but I'm also not about to spend like a hundred dollars to unlock the like 60 battle pass levels like right. this last season. I missed out on a bunch of stuff. The bunch of it was super cool. I don't even think I got to the goal explosion, which was right. an awesome one. And right. I really kind of wanted it. I wanted most of the content in the last season and I there was no way I could have. And yeah, I was so far behind at the end that I was like, yeah, I, I'm not paying. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I two three hundred dollars. <laughs> so I've never been into battle passes because I had never played anything, anything that offered a battle pass. I never cared about enough to to feel like I was going to extract the value out of it. Right until Rocket League. Um, but I agree with you. Even though I have played enough Rocket League for the last two seasons to unlock everything in the battle pass, <laughs> like anyway. Um, and then into the monocolor versions of I was going to say, eventually it just turns into just every color in the color wheel of yeah. the stuff you've already unlocked. So eventually it kind of runs out of it being exciting at all. Um, Unless you want black. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. You then don't you've got to get to level 500 in the battle pass. Something. Like. Um, but I, I would agree with you. It's interesting, though, because what it is, is it's the it's. It, it's, it replaced loot boxes, yep. right? Like loot boxes were the monetization strategy that everyone did. And then very slowly, people eventually stopped buying them, yeah. <laughs> complained the whole time, bought them most of that time. Yes. Eventually they stopped buying them, which then pushed companies in another direction, which is how all of this works in case anyone ever yeah. doesn't like Welcome something, to don't buy it. Economics, you know. Right. <laughs> so... Then they moved to battle passes and I do like it more than loot boxes because there's not RNG. Right. But I don't like to your point, even though with rocket league, I have played it enough to unlock it. I would agree that I still don't like that. I have to now play X amount of time in order to unlock this stuff. It's well, like, and I'm already giving you the money though. Right. I gave you the money. Like, yeah, I gave, I gave rocket league money and didn't get most of the content that I paid for last right. season. And yeah. it's my fault that I didn't get that content, <laughs> which, which is, is kind of, I like, yeah, no screw. You. I mean, there, there is, so there's a, one of the games I've been playing for a solid minute now, a mobile game, uh, that I've that I know we've talked about before, but it's such a hunt royale. It's the battle royale mobile game that I've been playing. Um, it has a season, and you can get a battle pass for it. But the the battle pass gives you some stuff that you can't you can get like if you grind normal mode or like loot boxes basically. And every everybody has access to the normal season, so the battle pass just like doubles your season rewards and then gives you some other content. Um, but then also, there's a hundred levels of of the battle pass, and in their a couple updates ago, they changed it to where you're like daily and weekly tasks instead of giving you like random rewards. Basically, fast tracked your battle pass, mm. so you could get like a thousand points, which would give you like. 15 20 levels of battle pass right so if you if you complete all three of your weekly tasks like twice and and that just means like playing for a couple of hours once a week you know 
uh, you can get all of the content that's at least on the standard battle pass track. And then after that, like every thousand points past that is just a high quality, like the top quality loot box, which I think is like, okay, instead of like, instead of gatekeeping me out of just the solid blue version of the wheels that I want, just give me a, a medium to high quality loot box for every, you know, just make the levels, make it be worth like five levels instead of one level. And then give me a, a decent quality random item. Cool. I'd be happy with that, you know? Yeah. And honestly, make it attainable for 10 hours of play. Honestly, it's like, if they're going to, you know, because almost every battle pass that I'm familiar with has a free version and a paid version. Right. And 100%, the free version, if you don't want to give them anything unless it's gated behind time played, fine. But if you're going to have a paid version, I actually think that it would be more reasonable that it's like, you just unlock the stuff at the end mm-hmm. of the season if you didn't otherwise yeah if you don't earn it you still get it yeah right like all of it appears in your inventory yeah. at least to, and and if it's not going to be if you want to reward people for playing then have something i don't know i don't know what it is but it's like I, what i really don't like is feeling coerced into playing the, the right the thing that will drive me away from a game really quick is when i feel guilty for not playing it because yeah. i don't like it when People in my family make me feel guilty, mm-hmm. and I owe them something. <laughs> well, it's not just guilty; it's also depressed. Like I'm <laughs> legit sad that I did not. I wanted all the stuff in that battle pass. I paid for it, and then I actually just had. It wasn't because I was playing other video games. Even if like, it was, you should right. never have to justify that. But That's like, my point. Like, <laughs> but it, it wasn't even. It wasn't even that I was like seeing some other video game. Right? I was out. <laughs> I was out doing like real world things, whether that be things you want to do or God forbid you have like, you know, a medical reason or something that gets in the way. But like, I was just out doing stuff and, and exploring the world and having a different life. And it's like, Oh wait, I actually did want all of that. But now I either have to like grind levels while I'm exhausted or like not, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I I hope I mean I hope that <laughs> that we see a transition away from battle passes because I also think it's a bizarre and strange model that seems like it would be appealing to uh frankly to teenagers that mm-hmm. don't have a lot else to do maybe or something. Right. Um but yeah, not not for me. And and again, it would make sense if like yeah, if you don't pay, you can grind it out, but if you pay, then you don't have to grind it out, which is how so much paid content works when it comes to like leveling things. It's like, right, hey, yeah. skip. And people are like, oh, that's yeah, like so if angry. we're doing the mobile, the, the quote unquote gross mobile version is, <laughs> is pay to skip time. But this is like worse than gross mobile version because like you can't. Well, and especially when it's not pay to win, it's all aesthetics. Yeah, so it's yeah. like there's there's no disadvantage that someone has that didn't pay. And it's also not like it's 50 bucks. It's 10. Mm-hmm. So if you if you really care, then you could pay, but then you should just get it. And right. if you don't really care, then you shouldn't have to pay and you can grind it if you so choose. Yeah, um, I guess yeah. they can they can always fall on the like, well, you technically can still earn all of the season stuff in loot boxes in your like literally probably better chance than the lottery at this point because of how many items Rocket League has. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like they've got they've got to have because they do color palette everything and all of that's available. 
Mm-hmm. You're just talking like 10,000 items. <laughs> right. Like <laughs> maybe yeah. more. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I'm curious to see, I mean, again, Rocket League, I, I feel like it started, I feel like the first battle pass I ever heard of was Fortnite. And then it just kind of yeah. went from I think there. It was like I don't... A Call of Duty or something that I'd heard it from. Mm, yeah, I mean, speaking of Rocket League, we've yeah. Rocket League animated is the new season. Uh, yeah, I so we talked about it last time uh, when the new season came out because the trailer was absolutely bonkers. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the trailer last season was like in outer space and like yeah, the rocket like cars are actually fighter ships like and it was so high quality like the expanse level <laughs> space animation time and it was like what does this have to do with car soccer and the answer right. is nothing other than i guess this is where the cars come from yeah and i mean all of these trailers are themed loosely around the season aesthetic so like the last season with the space fighter pilot time or whatever the theme was space. It didn't have anything to do with fighting. No, <laughs> yeah, all, there was no. And then it's like you weren't no guns, you weren't but... on a on a cruiser playing Rocket League or anything. Nope. No, nope. Um. So yeah. So then the new season just came out, and they released the new trailer. I don't know a week or two ago for that. And uh, yeah, it's. It, uh, what did you say? Oh, it should be. It looks like a Carbot animation. Yeah, the yeah. It looks like Carbot animation. Starcraft. Really yes, it does. And it Diablo looks like it should go burp, burp, at the like, <laughs> before before the rock. It should be like Rocket League, and then the dinosaur should appear. It should go burp, burp, and then they <laughs> then, then it should start because yeah. that's the that's what it looks like. Yeah, no, I would agree. Um, but yeah, so so the new one, yeah, it's super cartoony. It's not at all high fidelity, you know, space battles. I mean, it's people driving on a beach and like on like a road through the desert There's and some stuff. Purple monster thing, like a Pac-Man cube chasing it. Yeah, like it's like the theme is you're like on a road trip in a van or something. And then there's yeah, like a fuzzy monster. Like a road that... runner. Meets, I don't like, really know. Like what's the what's the the really hard platformer meat super like meat boy yeah like it looks like that kind of animation too like and that kind of yes yeah the big monster thing Mm -hmm. yeah it looks very much like that um i would highly recommend going to watch the trailer though i mean it's i don't know a minute probably and it's hilarious um well, it is just watch them back to back and be like, this is the same company and the lower quality trailers, the newer one. <laughs> Three months apart, too. Yeah. It's not like right. five years ago. This no, is their direction. No, yeah. It's just last season. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, so when this season came out, I actually wasn't that excited about the Battle Pass because the car, because every every season there's like a, a unique vehicle or whatever. Right. And this season it is a, a the van hitbox model, yeah. which I don't like yeah i don't like um so i wasn't going to get it and then as i was looking through the season pass though one of the skins is basically have you seen have you played the new season i can't remember yeah i haven't i haven't okay yeah i need to so one of the new skins is it basically makes your car look cel-shaded like and then one of the maps that they introduced, it's actually the same like Tokyo map or whatever it's called. Right. But it's not as dark. So I don't know if it's at night still. And the whole map is cell shaded. So like the field. Oh my God. Everything. All of the cars get cell shaded, even if they don't have those. Oh. Gra- oh, I love it, dude. It's like Rocket League meets Borderlands art style. Oh man. 
Um, that I, I need that it. because that's I'm actually trying to mimic that in mm. in the real world. Trying to paint my Gaslands cars, I'm I'm trying to go for a, a Borderlands style on them. So yeah, yeah. It I was like I don't know how much I like this, and then I saw that cell shaded skin, and I was like, okay, I'll get that. And then when I saw that the map was cell shaded, so my hope I don't I would be surprised if it's not like this. My hope would be that they can just like apply that filter or something. Yeah, like a paint, like a like as a paint color or something. Yeah, like a Snapchat filter kind of thing almost. But like apply that to every map on random. I mean, it doesn't have to be that every time. But yeah, it looks so cool. Um, And it should just be a default graphics scheme. (laughs) Oh man, yeah, that would (laughs) be be amazing. Yeah, Rocket League continues to just um, continues to shock and amaze me with how easy it is for people to drop in and out with how it's it's probably the best social game that i've ever had because of how short the matches are so like if i'm playing with people and then you jump in you're like hey can i get in at worst we just started a game right and you can get in in five minutes Mm -hmm. Uh, and at best it's less than that so yeah i don't know man i i uh i love how easy it is to play with other people and um yeah the new season seems pretty good Awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to uh to hop in. I'll have to Are you going to do the battle pass? Back. No. Uh, <laughs> probably <not>. Yeah. Probably not. <laughs> that's fair. So that's all for our episode today. If you like this episode, consider buying us a cup of coffee at our Ko-fi page, which is ko-fi.com/puispod, or just tell a friend about us because it really does make a difference. All of our links and social accounts are available down in the show notes, and if you want to hear more content, Walker hosts The Walk Show, which talks about the walk of life while interviewing various guests, as well as The Crowfall Podcast, which shares stories and perspectives about the MMO of the same name. 